By the way, that TED Talk you can reach just by going into any web search engine, Google or my favorite, DuckDuckGo, and you can type in four words, Joe Jordan TED Talk, and you'll get a link to a 12-minute YouTube that starts out with the question, are we going to make it as a species on the Earth for much longer, <laughs> which is a real cliffhanger. And um, you know, my, my main answer is it depends on whether the human race wises up to the power that be up there in the sky, uh, which is 10,000 times what we need, the sun and all of its derived energy sources, the winds and the rains and the green plants and so on, versus the way we're hell-bent on getting our energy, which is our largest and most polluting industry in the world, namely oil, coal, gas, and uranium, the powers of darkness. That's what we're doing for our energy now. So anyway, I say, hey, let there be light, take back the day. If I drive by Westlake elementary school and i see the covered parking lot now with solar panels on top that was i have you to thank for that well for a bunch of the ones uh, i mean the first ones for sure santa cruz high school socal high school harbor high school how did all and, that come about We've, well actually there was one other guy who he he had some connections to financing through what's called a power purchase agreement where you know it's called third party financing other people will own the system you just pay them for the electricity and this is now a model which it used to be only for really big installations, you know, commercial, institutional things. Now you can do it on your own home. It used to be that you say, what can we do about climate change? Well, one thing you can do, it's, it's definitely not the whole story at all, but one thing you can do that is worth doing is go solar on your home. And people say, yeah, okay, well, I don't have any money, and so that's good for green, wealthy green people. But what about me? You know, Well, now you can do it, where you don't have to front any money, you don't owe any money ever, and all you do is start paying less, substantially less, on your monthly utility bills. You right know, away. you're catching my ear here. <laughs> yes. <know>. Well, we'll <laughs> talk later there, John. So let's take a call here. Okay, this is uh, John calling from uh, coal country in southwestern Virginia. Well, uh, we, we live down here where a lot of people drive these diesel-powered black pickup trucks, and they're all jacked up, and they got these huge tires, and they have these enormous tailpipes, and they're the diesel uh, pickup trucks, and they're really, really loud, and they belch black smoke, and they call it rolling coal. <laughs> and it's very fun for these guys to cut in front of somebody in a Prius and uh, fumigate them. Um, and they all have Friends of Coal bumper stickers. And so I, I, I want to start publishing Friends of Clean Air bumper stickers to kind of fight back a little bit. Solar is not, you know, the final answer. It is a hell of a long way towards that final answer. But look, even if we completely stop emitting carbon as a society and a world right now, zero out. Completely. Completely. We're still in deep, deep trouble, and we are going to be for a long time. And we're probably, for instance, going to lose the redwoods. We're going to lose redwoods, at least. Yeah, I mean, even though it's kind of strange, they evolved in very hot conditions on the Earth. They, they were all over the Earth a long time ago. But anyway, we, we're left with this one stand that is adapted to cool, coastal, foggy weather. And anyway, that's bad news, and there's a whole lot more bad news having to do with, directly with people and death and doom and destruction and war, you know, climate wars. That's going to happen. Even if we completely zero out our energy. But, look, what we got to do is start sucking carbon out of the atmosphere, big time. Hardly anybody talks about that. I was the first or one of the first in this area to start talking about that. Nobody knows how to do it yet. That's one reason why nobody's talking so about it. You need a big vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, 
green stuff, you know, plants and agriculture and agroforestry and all these things, they take carbon out of the atmosphere. But we need to do even way more than we can possibly do with that. And uh, so that's going to be a whole new research and business area, which, uh, you know, hopefully some people discover how to do it and, and perform a great service to humanity while also maybe being paid rather well for, for saving humanity's ass. <laughs> oh, let me just finish with one thing. For those economists out there, the best saying I've ever seen for people who want to say, I don't know anything about economics, is this. The economy is a wholly owned subsidiary of the environment. That was a quote from the late, great Gaylord Nelson. I think he's late <laughs> a senator, and, and I heard it from the late, great uh, Ray uh, Anderson, who was the CEO of Ant Interface Carpet, a, a carpet-making company in Tennessee, and they were really dirty. He turned it into a whole solar thing, totally environmentally wonderful guy. I met him out here a few years ago, and he told me that quote. The economy is a wholly owned subsidiary of the environment. So don't forget that, folks. <laughs> the, the two are not at odds. You know, economy and business and environment. They so, shouldn't uh, be, but they yeah. seem to figure out a way to do it, don't they? All right. <laughs> well, Joe, you, you'll get Joe back here again for us Definitely. one of these days, won't we? Well, they, thanks, John. It's always fun. <laughs> Good yeah, to see you every again 20 after. years, whether we need <laughs> yeah. it or not. <laughs>